0: Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, Episode 3, entitled Black Lives Matter, Part 2. Welcome to the Brand Ed Podcast with Robbie Fowler, helping you build a life giving personal brand and business. You're listening to part two of a special episode in light of what's been going on with our country. In part one, I just asked two of my very good friends who are basically like sons to me, how they're processing what's going on. These are two great men, two great friends, and they're black men who live in America. And I wanted to know what is what does it feel like right now? And in this special part two of the episode, you're going to hear why there are no shortcut solutions, but there are actions that we can take. And you're also going to hear how our own lives as Team Oreo, that's what we call ourselves, how our own lives have been enriched because of our relationships. And then at the end, you're going to hear how Jabari and Darius advise us, particularly as a white audience, on how we can move forward together. So let's jump in to part two of this very important topic. As we wind this thing down, I wanted a, to just mention a couple of memories I have uh, in light of, of this discussion about the fact that so we've done life together for quite a while. And part of what we've talked about a hundred times, a thousand times. Is doing life together how it is, it makes life far more beautiful than when we stick to our own, what's familiar to us, what we grew up with. Both Darius and Jabari, y'all have said, when you moved up here to play football at Arkansas State, for the most part, as crazy it may seem to a listening white audience, although it shouldn't, it's the first time you're really around white people.
1: Yeah, I went to all black elementary, all black junior high school, all black high school as well. My first real relationship interactions with people that didn't look like me or um, the white or the white culture was coming to Arkansas State.
0: Because mm. most of us don't think that we would say, "Well, if you know, they but they're football players; so they grew up playing football, so at least they were on you know some sort of sports team." And well, in both of y'all's context, no,
1: mm.
2: no, yeah. Right. Uh, My high school, everything was 50 percent black or 50 percent Hispanic. Right. Like if you was white, you fell in one of them categories. Right.
0: So it's, I think, super helpful because it's not uncommon for a white audience to say, well, I don't have any black friends. I don't have I'm not in a community where there's black people around me. First of all, to realize, hey, that works both ways. Mm. (laughs) So if you're sitting there going, I don't I don't even know where I would start. Don't forget, it works both ways. (laughs) Except usually, if particularly if you're a black male, you get forced into that. Like that was not y'all's choice. If you wanted to keep playing football, that stuck you in that environment. So the the second thing, though, I want to think through because of doing life together. There are, I mean, there's a more countless moments (laughs) that have made my life and my family's life richer. That I think it's helpful for us to to at least acknowledge and and point out one of the ones that stands out to me is when my daughter was I think it was thir- she's
1: thirteenth birthday right so she got a cake that said happy sixteenth birthday sixteenth that's <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> So uh, you know, she was 13, but the, the case is, oh, that's came. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was old. a mistake made by So else.
0: both of y'all came over. So we had this little party. Let me, let me describe it for a listening audience. We invited some close family friends to have this little party. The purpose of the party was to celebrate Colin's and birthday, but also to kind of acknowledge she's moving into a new stage of life, right? As a teenager, kind of into adulthood. So basically what we told these folks is, Hey, we'd love to come. It's a great to celebrate her birthday. And we, you know, come prepared to kind of just give her some encouragement in some area that you've seen in her life and kind of a challenge for the next stage of life. So we had, I think, two other upper middle class, whatever, white families, right? Husband and wife and kids that are there. And then Darius and his wife, I guess, were you married? Yeah. So Darius and his wife, Joanna, were there. And then Jabbar and his wife, Shanee, are there. And so it just so happened the way we rolled around, everybody's doing their thing and Colby, I've seen this in you and encourage you and for the future, blah, blah, blah. So it gets to, I don't even know if you guys remember this, maybe you do, but when it came to both of you guys, you literally both said unrehearsed, you said you, first of all, you should be so thankful that you have a family and a mom and dad that love each other and live in the same house.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I can't, both of you said, I cannot think of a friend that I had growing up that had that. Mm. Okay. No white person in the room would ever even, that's just assumed, Mm. (laughs) right? We're all upper middle class. Like we're all part of a church. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. The first thing both of y'all said is like, you've got to understand how crazy this is that you have a family mm. and a mom and dad that will like even talk to each other, <laughs> mm. let alone love each other. And like, why I wouldn't have ever even think, well, yeah, of course. Like I'll, you know, I'll never forget that moment. Mm. And, and hopefully mm. Colby doesn't to remember this is, you don't get this just because of the color of your skin, you deserve it. Right. Uh, another memory I have, Darius is over, um, it's Halloween, happens to be Halloween. Where he's hanging at the house. Uh, yes. My middle son, who, I don't know, maybe he's in ninth grade or something at the yes. time. The youngest is out trick or treating with his friends. My middle son goes out with one of his friends and they're just walking the neighborhood. He comes back home and Darius is like, Hey, did you have fun? What was going on? And my middle son, Kate's like, yeah, you know, there were some older kids that were kind of being punks to us. And, Darius is like big brother, right? He says, oh, let's go find these. So they go out and Cade is about to cut across a neighbor's yard in between two houses Mm -hmm. over a creek to go to hop over, take a shortcut to the other street. And Darius says, whoa, 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 brother. (laughs) I can't be rolling. (laughs) I can't do that. I can't do that. Now, my son never in his life would ever think twice yeah. about doing that. And I know when we would walk, sometimes we would walk my neighborhood when we would meet together for some accountability stuff. And I, as people drove by, and I don't, I mean, it's, it's a nice neighborhood. It's not some gated community or anything. Mm-hmm. I know if I'm not with Darius, mm-hmm. hey, we're already getting looks because right. Darius, you are how big?
1: Oh, six, six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Yeah. Darius, what color is your skin? I'm black as all get yeah, out. Yeah. and My skin is white, right? We would already get looks cause we are not the same age. We don't mm-hmm. look the same. Right. But I know if I'm not walking with him, a whole different ball game, what could it's happen? It's even it's just it. in my little neighborhood and I'm not in, we're not in a big, huge city, nothing. I'll not be shocked if somebody didn't call the police and say, Hey, mm-hmm. just wanted you, you know, if, could you come drive by? Cause there's a strange looking guy I've not seen around here. They would never do that with Mm -hmm. me walking the neighborhood. Right. Exactly. We got strange looks when they drove by, but if I'm not with him, I literally remember thinking if I just go back to my house and he's doing the same thing, he's walking Mm -hmm. my neighborhood and praying. Right. (laughs) God knows what could happen to him. Right. I would never know that if I'm not doing life with you ever. So so I know we could fill an entire 10 seasons of podcasts, if all we did was talk about experiences you guys have had just in your life about how you've been treated unfairly. Opportunities that I don't even view them as opportunities. For me, it's normal life that you guys would point out over and over again. like, Bro, that's not normal. (laughs) Not where I'm from. That's not real. Not where I'm from. That's a fairy tale where I'm from. So as we as we wrap up from y'all's perspective, what advice uh, could you give to a listening audience that at least from your perspective has been helpful or
1: would be helpful for you from them? I'll I'll start since I've been uh, talking. I'll give Jamar the uh, ability to wrap it up. But my advice I would give is first, man, listen, uh, take time. Find someone who don't look like you and invest in that personal relationship. get to know him, do life with him. I could one of my fondest memories of Robbie, which I never got a chance to share that was when Robbie was going on spring break and I was on campus. I had nowhere to stay you um, know, and robbie he knew this, but i didn't I, I wouldn't just tell him this but he knew this because we did life together. He knew I didn't have a vehicle he did he knew I was going to be on campus while campus was shut down. I never asked him for any anything. Um, during this time. But one of my fondest memories was Robbie said, hey, we're going on vacation and um, we want you to stay in our house and just kind of um, eat whatever you want. You can use our vehicle if you need to and, and just kind of watch the dog. That'd be the only thing I actually could do, watch Cosmo, which I love Cosmo. Cosmo's my <laughs> my buddy. But that, that random, like, act of love was like, man, like... Like this dude, I, ain't, I don't owe him nothing. I don't have, you know, it's it's like he, it was him loving me. What he didn't post that on Facebook that he did that for me. He didn't, um, you know. Start a Uh, campaign. Yeah, he just just, (laughs) said, hey, is this offensive? No, he was- was, Have a black male stay in your house, white family, while you go on vacation. (laughs) Yeah, it was like, hey, this is family. And this is what, I'm not telling everybody, everybody go find a black person, I'm stay in your house. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is invest in a relationship with someone who doesn't look like you so that you can begin to understand that it's totally different. It's like t- some people tell me I, I don't get it. I don't get it, and I said to them because you don't know anybody. You don't have a relationship with anybody that don't look like you. You get what you what you understood for the majority of your life. So that's my one big piece of advice. Um, this is not a one-stop shop. This is not a one thing you can just address, one message you can send and then be finished. But rather, I encourage you to invest in a personal relationship with somebody and ask those questions as their relationship gets better. Ask the mm-hmm. questions about how that person may have grown up. what some things they experienced, And you will be amazed just by that one person um, of, of the, the, the how different. Life is uh, for that person and how how that that those life skills and those things that happen in their life make up who they are and their and their practices of what why they do what they do, so that's my one big big thing that i can that I can think of right now, so I turn it over to you bar
2: mm. yeah um so I think for me what I think about specifically is go you know build that relationship but go support them who have a a business Mm. Mm. because you'll be so surprised if you choose to go study this history within itself, like a lot of like for myself as a being a a black male, being able to provide and take care Mm. of my family and to the extent that I can continue to get the exposure that I need to do that. Like that builds up my self confidence just in, in whole because me knowing specifically all the things my ancestors went through to try to even get to this point where we are right now. But then what they were doing to just be a positive example for their family. And mm. when you think about like these, the self image of just the black community, it's like so many layers they have to fight through. Mm. Like, prime example. I went to an Enneagram workshop, you know, majority of the people were white I can literally stand up and count. I mean, the black people that was there. And I remember one of the ladies asking a question for those who don't know Enneagram, uh, what a seven, one of the things the seven do is that they do something that's called reframe. So they take a sort of situation, that is happening, and it's a painful situation, they try to reframe it in a way to make it look good or make it look positive. And they do that so much. And one lady stood up who was seven. She was a, a African-American. And she's like, I think my reframer is broken. And, and she was just, just talking about just life in general. You do not understand how much we have to reframe and have mm-hmm. to reshift and have to re like if you think about like how much this that does to you yeah physically it's like mentally. it's
0: like a car you've run into the ground like it's broken i can't use it anymore it's got too exactly. many miles on it i've reframed everything
2: i can reframe exactly exactly and so for those mm. who are having a business mm. and they are trying to reframe the fact that nobody is supporting me um, nobody, you know, I gotta, you know, pay bills. It, it, it's right. just, you know, yeah.
0: So for the white folks listening, let I me mean, let me push that point harder. Darius is on staff with fellowship of Christian athletes. He has to raise support. Hmm. That system is set up for upper middle-class white people, period.
1: 100%.
0: You go back to your upper middle-class white church, you say, hey, I'm going to go do some ministry stuff or whatever. And they go, oh, that's such a wonderful blessing. You've always been such a good kid. And they write you a check, and at least 50 to 80% of your support comes from your one church back home. Then you probably get another 10% is from relationships back home. that? Darius can count on zero money coming from back home.
1: 100%. No money.
0: So you got to go work for it. Jabari, like it's not uncommon for a white person. I want to start a business. Okay. I'm going to call dad and get a loan or mom and dad help out or their friends are going to be my first customers when I open the blah, blah, blah. Like again, I don't even see that as opportunity. That's normal life. If I start something, my parents are going to support it, but you know, financially everything all our friends, home network, they're going to have the opportunity to do that for my family. One brother, I have an older brother, parents, both parents, college degrees, brother, college degree. Jabara, you start a business. Can you, are you calling mom and dad for loans?
2: Absolutely. Ain't
0: happening. (laughs) Mom and dad got master's degrees and no, they didn't have opportunity for that. Mm -hmm. So you have nothing to fall back on. (laughs)
2: Absolutely nothing. I mean, I just right now, I, I, never forget. Um, just thinking about it from a financial, like, you know, when you get married, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're looking for the help of your family. Like me and my wife did not have any help. And I, I remember, like, I think I budgeted for uh wedding was <laughs> like $3,000, mm-hmm. like total. And that's something that we all either saved up from working while still in college, and so it's just like the, the many of financial hurdles we have to go through mm-hmm. because lack of just having anything. And now you have somebody who is working to break that cycle mm-hmm. and you are in a position in some way, form or fashion to be able to support that. Man, I I think that's the biggest thing you can yeah. do, because it's more behind the scenes that you don't you would never understand. Right. Um, however, it will give them the confidence to keep moving forward. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and I'll even share this, uh, just because one of the biggest moments that I've had in my life is just shift my trajectory. And it was around just my career. Um, I, you know, I shared it with Robbie and he knows how sensitive I was and how this moment was, is. Um, and I was grateful for to be able to experience life with Ryan because it just shows the connection we have. I grew up playing football. I thought life for myself was going to be football. Like, and a part of that come up because that's for honestly, as a black male that you either make it in sports. It's your ticket. Yeah. Yeah. You make it in sports and you make it in entertainment. You're you're not going to go back and work for your
0: dad's big Fortune 500 company, (laughs) right?
2: (laughs) Right. Exactly. I got nothing. And so if I just, just think about, I remember as a sophomore in high school, I told my mom, you don't ever have to worry about you paying for me to go to school. I'm going to get a D1 scholarship and mm-hmm. put myself through school. And I had to say that because i seen financially like, y'all can't put me through school. Mm-hmm. I doubt you even get a loan to put me through right. school. <laughs> like to live that reality and consume 100% of my energy and effort in school to make sure now I don't pass and make sure like I'm a good, athlete that people are going to want to recruit to get me to a D1 college and then be good enough at D1 that I can make it to the NFL. And that moment I we, it came from many conversations, many, many, many conversations, hard conversations. I was standing right there in the room with Robbie and I realized I'm not going this this is not going to work out. I have mm-hmm. to turn away from football and I have to go a different direction. And and the reality is, is one thing he said, you know, being a very, uh, I'm a, I'm a Christian and I'm not uh, afraid to say that and he was like, Hey, God, can I love you no more, no less than he does right now. And not only that was important, but I had to understand, like, now I have to shift my perspective and saying, how can I now provide for my family? And it was business related, but I had no confidence in moving forward in that. Like I had no experience. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that, I didn't know what that meant. And for somebody. Um, for him to share that with me, but also give me some guidance in that, like that is more than money anything can ever um, replace. Because generally, you have those conversations with your dad, right? Yeah, right. Um, or uh, you know, a uh, uh, you know, blood, yeah, uh, family member, yeah. and th- that just goes to show the level of respect. But even what I have for Robbie, but just the layers that you have to process outside of your family yeah. uh, for us.
0: Cause when you it's face that truck. dilemma, okay, I'm going to have to find another way. <laughs> the yeah. way I've counted on my entire life, it's, it's not going to happen. I have to find you again. You don't have a contact list of family and friends of black family and friends. And in many cases, black males out in front of you that you could have at that moment turned to and say, okay, I'm gonna have to do something else. Help me start a business. How did you start your business? You had a few of those, but like I, I could have, dude, I got to call the hundred guys to have that conversation under white guys, right? Hey, I'm going to have to you know, start. How, how does that work? Uh, what do I need to do? You know, can you help Will you? Whatever. Mentor me. Wouldn't think a thing about it. Mm. Jabari staring, and it's like staring into a black hole of, uh, here we go. <laughs> I'm diving in. We're going to have to figure this out because I don't have any place to else to turn. So if you're white and, and when you hear Jabari say that it's not, Hey, go support a black business. Cause that's a nice thing to do. Or you got to spend your money anywhere and I kind of help them out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you are helping give opportunity where there has been absolutely no opportunity.
1: Correct. And, and that opportunity creates more opportunities. For example, mm-hmm. Jabari, man, he's because he has that, he got, he's gotten an opportunity. He's been, I've watched him continue, numerous times meet with different um, minorities, people that look like me and mm-hmm. give them hope that they can create something for their families so yep. when hope felt like it's been taken away. So part of what Jabari and to do, they have rental
0: properties. That's part of what they do. So they got way more real estate than I will ever have, hmm. <laughs> nor could I manage. And Darius got in the game, right? Yes. Got, how him. does Darius get in the game? Because he could now turn to Jabari. Exactly. And say, hey, how do I get in the game? And Jabari's like, oh, it's a fun game. Here, let me show you how you get yeah. in the game. So that's what you're providing. That's what you're helping do is kind of unlock what, again, for many of us in a white audience, the door has always been unlocked. I got to walk through that door anytime. In fact, it's been open, not only unlocked, it's wide open, but you're helping to to unlock something that has not been accessible. So get in relationship because over time relationship, they're built on trust, right? (laughs) And if you want to know what to do, what to understand or whatever, start doing life with another human. Skin colors different than you. And that's where you're going to find out how you can help in your con- cause. Because it's not, again, it's not just help at some sort of national level that I can't get my hands around. I know I can go and need to go help Darius and Jabari, real people. Okay. If they want to go march tomorrow, then because that helps, then now I know that's where I need to be. If they want me to help some other way, like stay at my house or whatever, now I know. So get in a relationship. That's where communication happens. And we're not getting anywhere without communication. And what
2: I will tell you is this. And I, we're doing this on a Zoom call. And I can look at Darius and myself as we are having these conversations. Like It's very uncomfortable for us to... Mm-hmm. To be able to talk about a lot of this stuff. But then also, I know even for myself, fighting back tears. As you're doing that and you start to feel uncomfortable, welcome to our experience. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If you're white and you go, man, but this all sounds like it, it's going to, because I'm going to have to, like Darius and I've talked, he's from Louisiana. My grandfather's from Louisiana. I haven't done any major genealogy stuff, Darius hadn't done any. But we have both looked at, it's very possible that my great granddad could have owned his great granddad. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to learn how to do life together in a way that unwrites what has been written. So yeah, it's uncomfortable. Like just like Jabari said, welcome to the party that they've been shoved in since the day they're born. And what makes it, it doesn't make it go away, but less uncomfortable is relationship over time. Because now we can have those conversations. They're still uncomfortable, but they're in a family-like atmosphere of love, mm. which is a game changer. All right, fellas. Thank you so much for joining on. Any last tips, words of wisdom, comments you want to say before we're going to give a couple of shout outs where you can go find, support, follow.
1: But before we do that, any, any last words of wisdom? It's okay to get like like everybody's already said. It's okay to get uncomfortable and mm. and get your hands in this in, in in this stuff in this mess. And if you're not real about it, it's going to show itself. So do yourself a favor if you if you're not ready, don't do it. But it, I encourage you to get ready um, yeah. because it's not going to just change overnight. Mm. It's not going it's not going to just happen. You have mm-hmm. to be intentional. Like I just like I got to be intentional on how I speak when I'm interviewing for a job on how I how I look, making sure I don't look what status quo considered a thug so I can be considered for positions. You know, even, if I, even if I got the same degree as someone else, I have to work twice as hard. So it may, it may make you work twice as
2: hard in order to invest and that's okay. Yeah, I think um, listen to this more than once. Mm. Yeah, Because I think just like sports, you know, you can play a game, but then you have to go back and look at film.
3: Mm.
2: And when you go back and look at film, you start seeing things that you didn't notice. Mm. What's going to happen for you? You're going to start hearing things you did not notice. For instance, we just looked at the last dance by Michael Jordan and um, the Bulls team. Mm. It was so many different angles that you now learn. Mm -hmm. How many different angles and how much will you get back from just going and listening to this again? And I say that because if you really care, you study.
3: Mm.
2: And anything in business, in life, in your marriage, spiritual, like you study it Mm -hmm. because you want to have a way where it's going to truly affect you and it will show.
0: Well, thank you guys for hopping on. I know it's not easy and you're taking time away from your family. So thank you to your families, to your wives and kiddos. Let's say, so we're Team Oreo. Right. <laughs> and the cream filling in the middle. So, you want to find out more about Team Oreo? So, Darius Dunaway is now turned into Chef Dunaway. And I'm talking about in a short time. <laughs> My kid, we were literally just talking this week. About the time Darius brought spaghetti over, oh my god, that was terrible. Now, yeah. now, homeboys like aging steaks. Okay, so Darius, where can they find out a little bit more about yes. you on the social
1: and the YouTube for sure? Okay, social media wise, you can find me on Instagram as Chef way uh, or even on YouTube it's or actually on Instagram it's going to be chef underscore D way and um, on YouTube it'll be chef um, D way and you'll see all my my cooking talents there. Also, if you if you if you're feeling generous, you can support my ministry there FCA you know. as well. Come on too. now. Come on now. You know, during the pandemic, um, it's been a little slow. So um I'm I am raising support still with um, my ministry to be mm-hmm. to stay full time. Mm-hmm. So you can also support there through FCA, Northeast Arkansas if you want to do that too. Mm-hmm. So that was my two plugs. Good. We'll put the
0: link in the show notes. Yes. And so uh, on the FCA front, I will speak up and speak in. If you're listening, we we talked about what that enables Darius to do is he is on the campus of Arkansas State University working with good Lord, how many <laughs> black athletes that are in the exact same situation that both of you guys were in when you rolled up into Arkansas state. So you want to talk about putting Darius on the front line. Uh, so if you care, that is one fantastic way Mm -hmm. to make a difference way more than you'll ever know. Because again, we could fill up another hour of Darius literally just saying the names of all the dudes he's doing life with and how every one of them is in that same situation. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Sir. So that that that's why you would donate. The other thing, when you've watched Chef Dway cook, remember this is the dude that literally did not know what strawberry shortcake is, and <laughs> I would bet everything you see him cook, he never had access to growing up. A hundred percent. So that's where you can find Dway. Uh, I'd love for you to hop on his support team because again, he can't just call back home and mm-hmm. say, I, "I'm gonna I'm gonna take another trip back to my home church and." Make up the difference that I've lost because of, because of the pandemic. All right. Jabari,
2: where can they find you? You can find me. My podcast is what's yourself talk. Mm-hmm. And you can find that on all your different podcasts. Uh, would, episode
0: one. Episode,
2: huh?
0: what was the question? episode one. What, what's the one you recorded last week? Episode
2: seven, why seven. black lives matter. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll yeah, put a link seven. to that in the show notes. So yeah, what's your self talk podcast
2: where else? <laughs> uh, and so definitely on Instagram and Facebook and where I post content regularly. And I'll just encourage them. I'm a very motivated speaker and uh, transitioning over now to continue to help specifically black, black uh, families who mm-hmm. want to build a legacy similar to what I'm doing as far as in real estate. I have, I've helped with theirs and to be honest with you, as I continue to walk through how to build that online course and doing that for the simple sake of what we're doing, not only guidance in that, but even support once that's out and running. So that's something that's coming and uh, putting it out there like that is even more challenge to make sure that I get it done. So in a way to help out in that, whether it's uh, resource or knowledge or even you know just supporting the course and giving it to some uh, black family that you may know that mm-hmm. may be interested. So Yeah.
0: So that'd be great. It, it, it doesn't matter what color you are, if you're interested, right. That'd be something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But no. if you, it can also be, well, I'm not into real estate. Don't plan on like starting a business that way or whatever. Well, like he just said, give an opportunity to another black family, black male. So I'll maybe I'll buy for them, <laughs> get them. Yeah. If you happen to be a, blackmail in particular. And you're like, dude, I need help figuring out how to start my, like I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I'm fixing to have to figure out how to make a future for myself. Definitely check out Jabari and get help, help there. So we'll put all of those links in the show notes. Thank you for listening in to the team Oreo family conversation. Thank you so much, Darius and Jabari for, in a very difficult time hopping on and, and sharing and giving us time if you're listening, like we're team Oreo is going to continue the conversation. If this is helpful, we'll, we'll figure out if there's ways we need to do that on a, on a podcast, but please go check those guys out, reach out, let them know that uh, you appreciated this and that you you are willing to take some steps to, to change. And hopefully like our collective advice is get in a relationship, get in a relationship. So even if you reach out, And just say, hey, I'm committed to do that. That's all you got to say to them. Hop on Instagram, DM them. Say, hey, I'm white. I'm committed to do what you said. I think would be very encouraging. So thank you. Thank you guys. Team Oreo all the way. I love it, man. That was awesome. That's a wrap. Thanks again for listening to the Brand Ed Podcast. A special thanks, of course, to Darius and Jabari for jumping on here with me. Make sure you check out the show notes. There's lots of ways that you can connect with Darius and Jabari there. Would love for you to do that. I also wanted to mention one other thing I know Jabari and I forgot to mention. We talked about it afterwards, but one more important thing you can do in relationship, particularly as white and black, is share a meal together. Jabbar and I used to literally have a bet every time we would meet on campus outside of the cafeteria, we would take a look and survey and see, are there any other black and white friends sitting together over a meal? And more often than not, he and I would be the only black and white person sitting down to share a meal together. So that's another great way, not just hang out, not just relationship. Share a meal together, particularly in public, uh, once that's available after the pandemic. There's something about sharing a meal together that is really, really helpful and important. Thanks again for tuning in on behalf of Team Oreo. We really, really appreciate it. Until next time, build a life-giving brand.